Hey guys, it's the Spongeworthy Podcast. I'm Daryl Williams. And I'm Zach Hillman, and today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 8, The Tape. With the ever-amazing Adam Martinez. So you think you're Spongeworthy? She said I wasn't Spongeworthy. Yes, I think I'm Spongeworthy. I think I'm very Spongeworthy. Okay, guys, it's the Spongeworthy Podcast, of course, with the ever amazing Adam Martinez. Adam. Hi, guys. How are you? How you doing, man? Doing great, man. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah dude. This is going to be fun. Uh, so, Adam, what's your experience with Seinfeld? Are you yeah. new to the show? Have you seen it before? What are they? Oh, seen it uh, plenty of times. So, uh, sure. coming up, uh, born in the 80s, coming up in the 90s, it was mm-hmm. right there. I was there when it was You were, on. like, first airing. Like, you yeah, were it was first airing. We got to, like, watch the last episode. Uh, as it happened nice and, um, oh yeah for sure yeah definitely uh but it was on after simpsons on fox every mm. single day in syndication so, yeah yeah in syndication oh, so i was yeah, always yeah. watching that because yeah. i'd have it on when i was like doing homework sure sure and then yeah. just leave it on because it was a, funny what a great time to to be a child with like the right. those two shows in mm. syndication no back shit. to back yeah that was yeah. a good and then hour of broadcasting plus right yeah. before that if you linked it right you get like some boy meets world sure and some of your tgif because you're <laughs> right, still you know yeah, right, you're, still, right. you're just in puberty yeah, you, you still got a little bit of what's the panga doing you know, what, yeah what she has <laughs> exactly. a little disney afternoon hangover yeah 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 that was very sweet so i did that and then uh but like the show and uh a lot of what i'm going to talk about today is i love how he does he pairs it all with his stand-up of course, oh, great. Yeah, so so Jerry Seinfeld, the the stand up. You're you're a fan as well. Yeah, I like his. Stand-up. Okay, he's got jokes. Yeah, he's, he's so got jokes. jokes. We yeah. have we have guests come on and they're like, yeah, I don't really, care. you know, because it's like it's very bitty, sing songy, jokey. He has yeah, a rhythm yeah, yeah. for sure. Exactly, and it's like I think what you guys don't like is you guys just talk about your life, and Jerry Seinfeld like writes jokes about observations right. that he has, which yes. is. Which is what you're supposed to do as a comedian. Yeah, he's an observational comic. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's very much his era, too. He is a oh, he, yeah. he is the mm-hmm. MJ of his era. Oh, yeah. He, and I think it's he like, is. It's, you look at precursors like David Brenner or Stephen Wright, and it's like Jerry Seinfeld perfected that. Yeah. Yes. He distilled it right. into like right. the stereotype that it has become. Well, it, I'm like such a huge fan. Like I'll watch bits that I know that he's done on the TV show that he's done in a special. And even then, there are slight differences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are small nuances that he changes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's got to be calculated. He doesn't just change a word because he just, oh, I was in the moment. I didn't know you know exactly what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what, to me, makes him an excellent comic as a stand-up is every word is so choice. Yep. I see a lot of comics get up there, and it's almost like podcast comedy. Yes. What I call it. It's like you're telling me a story, and you're hoping it's funny. You have some jokes in there Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is free and freelance and in that free space you're gonna have mistakes no matter how good you are whereas Mm -hmm. with him every word is it's a meticulous choice there's no uhs there's no no likes there's no Mm -hmm. um what What was i I talking about about? there's not even any profanity none of that shit yeah it's amazing zero fat of course like i think he might have said damn or something to that effect yeah but it has a greater effect than we like pause the show if he says boner or something (laughs) you know we're like whoa jer what's going on man getting a little blue there (laughs) yeah geez it's weird too because we've talked about it before um his latest special on netflix is kind of his most like 
alternative set where he does talk about his kids a little and he does talk about his wife a minute and you're like those two bits you're like what are you doing jerry (laughs) you're you're opening up i don't like this yeah back to the airplane food he ran out about he ran out of stuff about tic tacs and he was like oh god what else my kids i don't know (laughs) you know my life yeah yeah exactly Uh, but yeah he's a great he's one of probably the best observational comic or if not one oh yeah but i I, you know i think there's not a lot of argument when you look at um well, he's money, so- <laughs> which is why we're in this yeah. business. I don't mean to be a dick, but in terms uh, of dollar votes, yeah, yeah, it's like not even Chris Rock or it you just know, seems like he's the other real big hitters. Yeah, comes close. You he's know? in, but he's in that category. Yeah, he really. is. like Sandler, like guys for who sure. Are oh yeah, 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 unreal. And it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, they're not. Yeah, it's easy. You're gonna shit on them because like they're they're, they're everybody huge. knows who they are. Yeah, yeah. my mom Look, still doesn't know who Joe Rogan Richard is. Pryor no, was in no. fucking movies. Richard Pryor made fucking bank. He doesn't even come close to he doesn't sure. scratch the surface of right. like Jerry Seinfeld level wealth. Yeah. Right. It's insane. Right. Yeah. right, right. He owns a huge fortune just in automobiles. Yeah. Like it's most yeah. most of your fortune People would never host even... the Tonight Show. Yeah. They don't have as much money as Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> He's the it's blu- insane. He's the blueprint for how to do a show and make mm-hmm. millions on just being yourself. He yeah. is literally what right. everyone else tried to copy. Totally. You had uh Oh, what was the one with, uh, with Paul Reiser? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mad, mad about, about you. you. Mad about you. You had mad about you. You had all those shows. How Home Raymond, Improvement. Yeah. Home Improvement. All yeah. those were just, yeah. just those them. guys' mm-hmm. bits. Yeah. But this yeah. is the one. Seinfeld's the one who perfected yes. it. Like, well, he had the magic of Larry David too. Yes. Yes. So can't be. Yeah. I mean, that duo like is just so. They both knew exactly what they're bringing to the table, and they mm-hmm. like one brought salt, one brought pepper, and they made a great like fucking mix of it. Yeah, it's Pippin dude. and Jordan, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. Rings. Yeah, they racked up rings so they didn't want to anymore. Yeah, and that's but in went. a weird way, like you know, you know, you have Patton Oswalt like helping out like like on King of Queens, but do you think like he was like writing bits for uh, you know? James, like Kevin James, do you think they were like working scripts together? Like, I'm sure, maybe. I'm sure. I mean, they were both stand ups, so they were That's probably what I'm like, Hey, man, I'm like working on this one, point but it was Kevin yeah. James's show, and yeah. Patton Oswalt happened to be on it, yeah, yeah, it yeah that like, was a little the, different. But how much different would it have been if like he was if, if it was, was like a duo created or by Kevin James and Patton Oswalt, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be yeah. a different dynamic because they're two very different styles. Right, definitely. right. But this one, I think these two are similar enough stylistically, but different enough. You know, it's like um, yes, yeah, equated to athletes. Like they they both played very similarly, and so therefore they blended well together, mm-hmm. and they have the same vision. And yeah, that's what I love. You always get in every Seinfeld episode, even though they're all about nothing. You get the vision and yes. where they're going for, yes. and mm-hmm. the callbacks are genius. Oh, the callback. Yeah. There's always yeah. The tidying, the writing style is always tight. Usually, there's always a a button at the end. Mm-hmm. It wraps up classic sitcom, but mm-hmm. nobody's ever like, Ugh, why? It's like yes, it's like yeah. eating a great In and Out burger. You're like, that's yeah. what I want. You want that final bite? Yeah. You know? yeah. Doesn't taste as good as your first bite, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do it. You finish the burger. You I know? feel like um with Larry David as well, like. It's that classic Abbott and Costello. Like, it's the straight man, funny guy. Like, you have to have that that foil. Mm-hmm. Even though they're still enough alike, they're, they have enough in common, but they're totally different. Do you right. feel like Larry David is almost in all the other three characters, and then Seinfeld is just Seinfeld? 
kind of in this. I think he's George specifically. Yeah, he's definitely specific. Yeah. But I'm thinking they both have like essences of Elaine because they're basically probably. I would assume they're just writing off of women that they've known in their life. Okay, right. Um, I assume. I think also there's a. I forget her name. There's a few uh, female writers in the room too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Crichton. Right, and, and uh, Elaine. What's her face? Um, Eleanor something Cleghorn or something like that. Mm. Um, I should be writing. I should learn more uh, women writers. I'm super yeah. not. Like, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Showing There's, your misogyny. Here, yep. Oh, Jane man. Austen. Patriarch. Um, <laughs> Virginia Woolf. Yeah, I think uh, they were in the writers' room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were Maybe there. An uh, early Tina Abby, Fey. Who knows? Dear Abby. Yeah, Virginia Woolf pitched this uh, great book about a, a great. Uh, <laughs> Great joke about a dilapidated lighthouse. Right, it's hilarious. Right, yeah. right. Such a hoot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Kramer was, I guess, uh, modeled after uh, wow. Larry's uh, neighbor or something like that. It okay, was like yeah. an actual person that he knew that he was like, I, that yeah, he lived I feel across. like Kramer is the, the necessary irritant. Yeah. A lot of times he's, he's the like, wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets, he gets things going or he like. He calls it like he sees it, you yeah, know, and then like, that. Well, yeah, right, we're getting, we'll, we'll get to yeah, that. We'll get yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's oh, get yeah, into let's, season let's, three, episode yeah. eight, the tape. Um, obviously, uh, it starts off with the stand-up bit with the hair transplant. Yeah, rejected hair transplants. Yeah, I think right. there was an episode of Arrested Development where uh, Tobias yes. actually has yeah. <laughs> hair transplants that are rejecting his body. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it's all just like bloody on his head or something. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Um, very cool episode. Guys, we're not talking about Arrested Development, though. We're yeah. talking about yeah. Seinfeld. And the beauty That's of... nice when you get distracted on the first plot <laughs> point, right? <laughs> the sign... Uh, but I feel like, yeah, this is a bit clearly that he, they, they later say that they wrote for uh, the show because he started doing bits that he was on, on the road and then would turn it into episodes. But this is definitely an episode that needs a bit. So they're like, well, let's just write a bit about hair transplants. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think this is in any special or anything like that. Yeah. No, but if you actually look at it from a comics perspective, it's pretty cool because it does look like um, an unhashed out joke at the beginning. For sure. Yeah. And then when he's going, I like that they show him listening to it. Yes. And that's where this whole thing of unfolds. Course. But right. they're showing a little inside baseball for stuff that I totally missed at the time when mm-hmm. I first watched of it. Of comedy. And now you're watching him sit there with his headphones in his little tape recorder. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's how they had to do it. Right. Which is how we get mm-hmm. into the... Which is like a very interesting way of, um, yeah, kind of meta, kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe he is working this bit out in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the idea that he's, uh, they don't really show him like kind of crafting stuff in this, in the series up in this, up yeah, this until is this one part. of the few reminders we've had like, oh, no, right. Jerry's oh. a comic, but it's a real job. Right. You know? Like yeah. he actually he tries. Yeah. Hanging yeah. around the apartment, chilling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So he gets the, uh, yeah, he's listening to his set, and then he hears this uh, woman played by uh, secretly Elaine yes. that he doesn't okay. know. Spoil- like yeah. it, like it. And she's oh, just uh, giving him this spoiler alert. I hope you watch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you watch the episode before listening to this podcast. Cause... Definitely. But yeah. then also, there's. By the way, I like the cue to toe. Can we not step over the cue yeah. to toe joke? Right. 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 Kinda... Right. What, what a great pun. Yeah. So in the jokes they're talking about when he uh, uh, George, this is what I George like. Is pitching George is pitching yeah. him a joke. Yeah, and it's about his big toe being the leader of the toes and yes. all these fun bits. Yeah, but I love the two things that 
It's a it's a friend pitching him a joke. Yes. yes. And then the, the joke does not hit at the club. No. That yes. is an awesome inside baseball for yeah, I love, I love that. it. That's just this a, is like the second or third time that someone else another character on the show has pitched Jerry yes. a bit and he's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like Yeah. But then well, he starts like to he do it and it didn't work. Yeah. yeah. I tried it. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've all done that. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. But yeah, so that happens. So I love the but cue to toe joke. There's also them. like a refrigerator repairman there. Yeah, yeah this minute. autistic like, refrigerator repairman yeah. that won't shut up about flanges. It's <laughs> yeah. very, very, very fun. Uh, and it's basically there so we can have another bald guy in the room. Of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. When they talk about this hair treatment. George shows up. George clearly uh, has this idea of wanting to get uh, hair transplants or this cream from this Chinese company. Also, he shows up so he can long distance call China. Yeah, not ring it up on of his own course. phone. Which is yeah. a little George move. That's a George move. Definitely a George it's move. A very George move. Yeah, it's yeah. like well, Jerry's he's probably all has like a you know long distance plan or something. You, you know, know? New York yeah. comics loaded yeah, with money. Exactly. <laughs> also, like Jerry does like throw around five grand pretty easily a lot. Yeah, this for series. New York comic, he's pretty loaded. He's low. He's We've he's seen legit. him throw some some big I mean, sums around. Also, yeah. up until this point, like he's been on the Tonight Show, yeah. so like he's mm-hmm. definitely like headlining, making money. He gets flown out to places yeah. to headline. So, so yeah, he's yeah. doing all right. He's, he's doing so okay. We, we should know him. Yes. Um. Yeah. So he's Call China. Calling China. Um. He's definitely wanting to uh you know set up this transplant shit. Um. Kramer shows up with a camera. There's a yeah. fat jo- fat joke about being a minimalist. I yeah, loved yeah. it in yes. the 90s. Why would yeah. you be, that seems counterproductive being a minimalist and also into fat chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Kramer, he got this camera from someone who was giving it a was it a doctor? Yes, that's yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a doctor who's becoming a minimalist, but he has a fat fetish. Mm-hmm. He's a right. chubby chaser. Right. And you know, no shade. No, no shade, shade at no all. No shade, but they take time to make this I mean, I, I guess it's a fair observation. Like you're mm-hmm. a minimalist, but you're right. like you, you have a, an attraction to fat people. I guess. I mean, I. I mean, who doesn't love a fatty? <laughs> yeah, just a very '90s joke. I love this. Yeah, I know. I like the I idea. Mean, what, a, what a minimalist just masturbate then? Because it's like, no, 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 no. I want the absence of another sexual right, part. Right, right, right. I don't need that. I can take <laughs> care of it myself. Yeah, this you is know? all that me. does make sense. Yeah, minimalist wouldn't even have a flashlight. You know what no. I mean? No. no. And of course, uh, the '90s camera is definitely a nice uh, throwback to the, yeah, the nostalgia RCA. for sure. Yeah. I love it. Huge, huge. Yeah, it looks like a VCR with a with a periscope. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, looks like you could fit three kids in that and like drive them off to summer camp. It's <laughs> yeah, it's fucking huge. Missing four wheels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we cut to the next scene where Jerry and George and Elaine are hanging out at the restaurant, and then uh, uh, George gets the. Um, Revelation from Oh, Elaine. no, no, they got the recorder. Did we talk about the recorder part? Right. They have, oh, we did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they had the recorder. They get the filthy uh, message, and they're like, who the fuck said all this yeah. stuff? They're all horny. They're all it's horny. Guys. Definitely. They're, yeah. Um, I just love Neil Jerry's Bondi. reactions to it. Like, oh, brother. Like, yeah, what's so the overacting. F- yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, my oh, goodness. What do you oh. think she said? Like, she's it, getting me hot under the collar. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very, I'm very chair. Some of the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, he was totally doing that. So that was funny. So, so, all right. So now they go to the, they're in the diner. They're at Monks. Yeah, right, yeah. right. They're at and, Monks. Uh, Jerry sees someone named Beater. 
Peter, yes. Is a guy's name who yells at jockeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they chase him. He's like he's like this guy, he just yells at people while they're doing their job, which um, makes no sense. What a the, great guy. Um has the courage to yell at a jockey but not stand there and fight one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's Peter for you. Yeah, exactly. So oh. then he's having a little conversation, and then George and Elaine basically uh, have a discussion where Elaine says, I'm on the tape. I'm the one that um, at make the, or went to the club. And that's kind of cool Did that it Elaine. sound like this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's t- the reveal of the, like, the uh, when she's talking about, like, sliding her lips down a snake or something. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. I want to slide my mm-hmm. tongue all over your body like a snake. He totally just reveals his face as like, uh, I just got a small lowers, George Chub. Lowers the menu very slowly. Yeah. It's, it's very, very creepy. Very yeah. creepy. A little like, like Dracula. Creepy. Not, <laughs> yeah. like a, not like a sexual Dracula, like uh, his it little seems buddy. Like he, this is like a move that he got from like his days at Broadway. Like This is yeah. like a stage play move. Yeah, it feels very like a Neil Simon moment. Yes, right, right. right. You know? yeah. Nobody would do this. Very. But you got this George. on the great white way, didn't you? <laughs> you know? like, so, ah. uh, she, yeah, it says, yep, it was me on the tape. And it's kind of cool that Elaine just shows up to see Jerry and doesn't tell Jerry, like, hey, I was here hanging out. It's like almost like, I just want to be a fan for a minute friend yeah exactly. i guess ruin, ruin his, his life yeah i guess maybe she knew it was jerry's tape <laughs> essentially ruin all the work in that in that mic and that set you know step on it which as a comic can i tell you if you've ever had somebody talk next to your mic yeah it sucks it will yeah. make you take the microphone and the phone up with you yes from then on because yeah. you never want somebody in the back going Oh God, I, mm-hmm. I don't like these act outs. I mean, I've mean? had so many <laughs> twice where I've set up a video camera and then literally somebody just sits right in front of it, like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, that tape's ruined. Awesome, yeah, thanks, guys. Cool. Thank you for thanks that." Way to go, I have uh, plenty. A great shot of your split ends, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, <you> dick. <laughs> yeah, but um, so. So he now, he loves, he, now he's infatuated. He's in it. He's yeah. definitely like, oh shit! I didn't know Elaine could be this filthy and horny. It's very and... transparent. It's funny that like he confesses it later to everybody, as yes. if it's mm-hmm. not one hundred percent apparent right. that he's acting differently around Elaine. Have you yeah. ever been in this situation where you've like you know had a a friend like do something sexual, and now you're like, whoa, never saw you in this light before, but now I'm kind of into you. Yes. I feel like I've had the opposite, where I had someone that I was sexually attracted to become a good friend. Oh, like right. A few people, yeah. Yeah, that one for sure, but definitely yeah. I've had some things where a female would do something else. I'm like, oh, hey. Hey, you. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a girl now. I think yeah. it's I think it's more like, um, and this would happen growing up a lot, is like all of a sudden like someone would come back from summer and they'd have like yeah, so- a different haircut and you'd be like... Oh fuck, Sheila! What's you, up? You know, yeah. by different haircut, you mean bigger boobs? Or? Yes, yeah, okay, exactly. Or a butt. Well, the yeah. hair, the hair was cut higher, so I could see the clean. Oh, right, you could yeah, finally see exactly. the boobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to high school with Elvira, Does or that cousin. Count? It. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but she wants to keep it a secret. Like, obviously, like they like playing pranks on each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a through line throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, so George is like, fine, I won't tell Jerry. And then they uh, also, uh, she's wearing a sweet ass workout outfit. Well, she came from a workout, and she's yeah. like, "I'm workout, gonna go home which, and shower." Mm-hmm. But then she doesn't. And then she does. Unless I can shower Jerry's. at your place, Jerry. Right. Which is like, 
that's that's very uh, guess, intimate. Yeah. It is kind of comfortable to shower at an ex's house, especially yeah. an ex's yeah. house. Especially yeah. an ex. Like, I mean, I'm gonna go shower at your house. We're not fucking though. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It would be even weird for me to go over to Zach's house after like a workout and go like, "Hey, might as well." Might if I take a shower at your house? And you're like, uh, be dude, like, you got I, your house two miles from here. Yes, <laughs> you can shower here? Yeah. I mean, maybe it makes more sense in New York because I don't think Elaine has a car. Oh, that's so true. So it's like I have to get on the, on I the guess train it could or the be. bus and I gotta go get all the way six, home. Like and if they and, wanted yeah. to like hang out later, I guess, maybe it's yeah. like, well, I'll just you know, cut out the middleman. Also, yeah. can we address that Georgia is into her? With the full knowledge, that of course, he would be Eskimo brothers with Jerry. At this point. Oh, right, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He skipped right over that, which is like sultry voice, right? Smash, yeah, he exactly. just automatically yeah. was like, he had no qualms about like, well, maybe I should ask Jerry, ask Jerry. or like, is no. this cool? Just told him, that's, yeah, Very like I'm in the, I'm in the yeah. lane now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no. not a lot of bro code going on there whatsoever. No. But of course, no. Jerry being Jerry too, even if he did do that, Jerry would be like, that's fine. I don't have yeah. time. Yeah, whatever. Here, you want to take my jacket? Where are yeah. your socks? He's just constantly yeah. giving yeah, things away to people. He does not care. Yeah. He has no ownership or, like, he never says, like, That's... Have you eaten? I've got, like, six types of cereal in my cabinet. You <laughs> yeah. know, he's like, <laughs> I have no boundaries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody eats Do you need to call home? China again, George? <laughs> you just let him call. That's so wild. That still blows me out. It's you want me to just watch you fuck Elaine? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so she comes out in a robe around three guys. Definitely. Very, yeah. uh, very sultry. Very this would, yep. this would not have happened in a sitcom, no. even in the 80s. Wow. I don't think. Yeah. It's kind of wild that it happened in the 90s, honestly. She's very cool with Jerry and George. She yeah. does not care about their uh, you know, creepiness vibes. No. Mm-hmm. She um, comes out in a silk robe. Yeah, with her hair up. And then mm. uh, Kramer shows up again with the uh, camera. Starts mm-hmm. videotaping her in the robe right away. Right. She has no problems with this. Yeah. Straight up also starts yeah. going into this like, hey, what up? What porno are you filming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's this whole fantasy of like, oh yes, I, I. Okay, so this is the note that I have about this whole section of the show. Um, how does this show talk about sex so much and never say anything that would get flagged by the FCC? No shit. It is so wild to me. Right, exactly. I mean, I think that's the beauty of this show is that, like, you know, they always allude to things. It's always this, like, double entendre. Master of my own right, domain. Right, exactly. Yeah, type of thing, you know? Especially with the tape itself. Like, we always, like, hear the reactions. We never get to hear what she actually says. What's weird is that, like, the sound guys, they take the time to, like... Oh, right. When they take the headphones off, you can hear, like... Right, a little unaddable. And then they put it back on, and it's out. So wild. They t- they do such a great job of tiptoeing around. Yeah, it's, it's right. beautiful. I love it, and um, because it's like that idea of like, yeah, it's kind of innocent, but it's also still a little adult. Yeah, but like, I think that's because they're leaving everything to your imagination. Of course, they're letting right, right, you right. play. Yes, with it, which yeah, yeah, is yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's great. And but you never like wonder like, oh, what are they talking about? Yeah, what are they nope. alluding to? Like right. they but make it know. as clear as possible without saying like. Pussy, dick, balls, you know? Like, yeah. they don't they don't go there. Right. But they, <laughs> they let you know, like, oh, this is the, the situation. Mm. I would There's... love it. Instead of it being Elaine, it's just Ed Wynn or something <laughs> yeah. on the tape. Just, hey, hey, Jerry, what's going on? You want me to fuck that dick of yours? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just... And he's I like, oh, my God, what's though. with this weird dude that's talking <laughs> into my microphone? <laughs> 
I think Jiminy Glick is trying to hit on me. What's going on? Yeah. So, Jerry. <laughs> exactly. How would your balls feel in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, I feel like also Elaine is uh, a little like into fucking with Jerry at this point. Like, and George. Yeah, and George. Mm-hmm. She, like, she knows what she's doing. She she's knows in a silk exactly. Robe, but, she's fit, but she just came from the gym. Especially yeah. when she's like, you know, talking to uh, or playing on the camera yeah. and like going over to George and like talking about how it's unsimulated. He's the only one I don't fake it with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, he's definitely talking to China, still going like, uh, yeah. I'm getting a chub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And now, and now the, the racist moment of the show. Of course. The, the Chinese yes. uh, delivery guy comes in. With his Chinese food, Kramer's Chinese food. food. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he... Uh, Automatic. Uh, that's amazing. So yeah. then George automatically gets the idea of like, I can't talk to this Chinese hair guy. I got to get a Chinese person to talk to him but for why, me. Why was there this report on 60 Minutes about the hair treatment, and then you call up the place and they don't speak English? No shit. That feels... That feels really weird. Maybe he called like the actual like you know service department or something. He's not like mm. calling actual like you know the orders or the sales department. He's tech you support know. is that what you're saying? Yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. some other work. department that's like okay. He obviously got the wrong number. Well, because he has all these follow up questions, mm-hmm. but then he has the delivery boy sorted out for. I was going to say uh, we, didn't, we didn't have. If they spoke English. We wouldn't have this uh, amazing punchline. Yeah. That's the <laughs> whole setup story. Yeah, yeah, so he obviously yeah has the Chinese guy talk to the other Chinese guy over the phone and they become best friends quickly. Yeah. Or they or they're related. Seems like they're related. It seems like they're related. Cuz obviously yeah. every Chinese person's related to another. What's weird is that the delivery guy is like you'll grow hair like Joseph Stalin and I was <laughs> like Joseph Stalin is a weird choice for like a right. hair idol. Yeah. But right. mustache not idol. Inaccurate. Right. Yeah. Do you think it was also like maybe like a discussion in the writer's room of like who has like the most hair that's still communist? Yeah. That we can kind of like, or also the most famous person that Mao Zedong. We cannot cannot do that. He was bald at like Gorbachev? No. No, He's got that weird birthmark. Yeah. Not uh, go all the way back to Stalin. Fidel Castro? No, he's always wearing the hat. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's a lot of different people, like, but also like who's famous enough. Your that hair Americans will be thick like a contra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? right, yeah. right. For communists, they're communists. Not really a full head of hair. No, of that party. Wow, wow. Yeah. I did not yeah. realize that. So you pointed that out. Except they're, Stalin, he Stalin. was the only one. <laughs> Follically, <laughs> right? Follically, it was all the murder. It was all the murder that <laughs> kept just him. stroking his hair <laughs> while he's Viral. killing people. He's like, yeah, he's just rubbing their blood into his hair. Like, <laughs> yes, it makes me stronger. <laughs> <laughs> No one will ever topple my statue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, we get a lot of interesting uh, banter from the Chinese people. They're like, and then Jerry's basically at some point going like, uh, hello, yeah. you're on my phone. I don't want you racking up all these money. My friend can call China for as long as he wants. But the <laughs> second a stranger comes into my right. house and calls China, get off the phone. That's where get I draw the, the line. Get out of here. So then we cut to uh, George and Elaine, um, I guess, getting a ride home. Yeah, George. Yeah, George her. gave her a ride. Right. Yeah. And then he starts getting into like, huh, what do you want to do? Awkward high school boy. Hang case. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, we could hang out. And he's like, oh, my gosh, she wants to hang out. She says, I'm up for anything. Yeah. Of course she does. Yeah. Of course she is. But I, I think- love how they use the entendres, too, because, again, just like you said with the sax talk. Mm-hmm. 
That's an enti- the, the, the amount right. of entendres they just throw right. out and let you mm-hmm. play with it. Hey, she said she's up for anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, does your best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, you so they did a really good job walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is yeah. there ever a situation where they where Elaine would be down? I don't. I don't think she thinks of George sexually. George, no. no. For I think George, yeah. I think that's why she says I'm up for anything because in her mind that excludes sex. Of course, yeah. anything they have a but sex relationship. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. very platonic. Right, anything that friends would do. If yeah. he was like, "You want to go play ping pong?" She'd be like, "Game." What sure. the hell? Sure. Yeah. But the second he's like, "So that that tape, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was pretty lurid stuff, man." Right. Right. <laughs> you know, she's yeah, like, "To make it no, awkward, no, no. George." Yeah. George can't close. That's also no. what I've seen. Like for as much tail as he pulls, it is interesting. Like, he's he's bad in the moment. Yeah, because yeah. uh, how does he ever pull it? Like it, they must. But just... he's always pulling in the show. That's I know. The, thing. the Yankees' job helps. Yeah, That's, yeah. But this, right That's now cloud. he's unemployed. Right. right now, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. and he always gets people that are. Out of his range, perceivably. Yeah, most actresses will be out of Jason <laughs> Alexander. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we yeah. We got yeah, extras yeah. that'll be. Yeah. It's hard to find his range. <laughs> right, right. So then yeah. we cut to the next scene where um, George, or I mean Jerry and uh, Kramer are hanging out, and um, they suddenly are talking about who has the best Cockney accent. Yeah, this is very because they were both just atrocious. Right, they did not read as Cockney at all. No, no, no. no. But I think it was a, it was a good bad Cockney. Yeah, like it was doing a. Hello. I think it's yeah, yeah. to do a any <laughs> Cockney Come just kind of close isn't really right. a hard accent. To no. do. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that they butchered it well, I thought was funny because it yeah. Hello, he was like so over the top. Definitely yeah. he did. He was almost like Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like one of the it's, that's one of those accents that's just hello, Gada. You know, yeah. like you know. Kind of hard to miss. I guess yeah. everybody can do a small Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we have George showing up with the cream. Oh, did we? Yeah. Is that the cream with the? When did when did they do the elevator? Was that the next? Oh, this is the next episode. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have my notes. So the uh, cream shows up, and then he starts <laughs> putting it on, and it obviously stinks to high heaven. Mm-hmm. And um, they're giving him shit for it. Um, but also Kramer wants to do this like before and after photo thing with the videotape. Yeah, he's got the camera and he's just whipping it out every chance he gets. And yes. I, I love that they never allude to what it smells like. They don't yeah. even give yeah. you a hint. It just says everybody stinks. comes Boy, in. That stinks. Stinks. Oh, that stinks. What is that? Yeah. Who is that? Oh, and then the one time uh, when Elaine comes in and she's like, that stinks. Of course, George dimes out Jerry because right. he's trying to get that. <laughs> right, to get right, that. right. Yeah, dude. And then he <laughs> also... Uh, Kind of keeps going, putting it on, put, taking it off because of Elaine being there. Because he thinks Elaine's going to come up. Right. And she calls back and she's like, yeah, I can't make it. I got too much mm-hmm. to do. Right. So he puts it back on. And then he also. Um, joke. Yeah. Yeah. In and out. Of the Just room. a little bit of farce I like going it. on here. I like it, though. That's a classic throwback. Right. To classic comedy. It shows he's yeah. a student of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is definitely sitcom at its best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this is a little threes company, a little yeah, bit, yeah, for a little sure. bit. You know, it's it's working for the most part. It is, and then you have the payoff when he comes in later wearing the cowboy hat. Yes, exactly. where it's yes. like these are the ridiculous lengths that George will go to in order yeah. to wear his skunk shit. I love it. Hair gel. You know? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so also, um, we have Jerry. Um, fi- I guess getting a um, finding out 
throughout the ruse that uh, this woman is Alicia or some girl friend of uh, Elaine, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he finds out from the club. Right. And then sh- he goes on a date with her and realizes, like, that girl was horrible or this is... Isn't the same girl or whatever? Yeah, it was a good date, but she pulled away. Yeah, she right. Not, she pulled away? She did not slither her tongue over me like Mm-mm. a boa Mm-mm. or Mm-mm. anything like that. Yeah. No. So you don't he, reject Jerry. Yeah, no. you do. You get one chance. You reject <laughs> Jerry, you're gone. That's what <laughs> he, we learned. He is the male Oprah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You get rejected. <laughs> yeah. <me. laughs> yeah, that's weird. If you're 16 years old, you don't say no to Jerry you Seinfeld. Do not no, you no. do not. <laughs> you take your driver's permit you get in that car and you get some coffee let's go his wife's age appropriate now yeah. now yeah now she is <laughs> two decades on yeah. <laughs> the good news is one of them can relate to their kids it's her yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah so then um, Elaine finally confesses to Jerry and them uh, that it was her on the tape. Yeah. Which is hilarious because Jerry's been swaggy about this the whole time. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, look what I do to women, which made yeah. me laugh because he also yeah. is dressed like Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> they're wearing, if you look at him and Ellen, they're wearing the same exact outfit at that time. Right. Yeah. Straight blue shirt. Black jeans. The only difference is Ellen had better hair. Yeah. And right. Better yeah. Sh- bigger shoulders. Right. <laughs> But yeah, then, no. um, but it was like kind of an interesting reveal too, because it's also before she says it. Uh, George basically confesses, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. uh, I have feelings for Elaine, and she was the one on the tape, and mm-hmm. never asked him, just never, told him. Yeah. yeah." And then George was, or Jerry was, kind of just like, "Okay, cool, yeah, not Very really comic about like, it, yeah." Like, yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as Elaine says, he's like, "Oh yeah, George told me." Yeah, like, just nonchalant. Like then it comes out. out in front yeah, of Kramer, just, mm-hmm. and then Elaine comes to confess, and it's right. like, and it's this whole thing. We're basically at the end of the episode. It's just them eye fucking her. Yeah, they all yeah. are like, is this when they just take a get a train on Elaine or something? Or I okay okay one as train a guy, Elaine. Yeah, as a guy, like I have a lot of female friends that I'm physically attracted to. I'd never, I'd never do anything. Sure. I don't want to make them uncomfortable. Right. But I've, I've thought about like every single one of their body parts. Of course. Sure. 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 But like, this can't be the moment that they're all realizing that Elaine's a hot piece. They no. all has to assume. I mean, Jerry obviously knows. He's the one that actually has he's hooked up her. with her. Yeah. 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 He sliced so, that up. So yeah. like, for Jerry, it doesn't make sense to me. And no. it's like, it's this huge. Like, is this a problematic moment where they're all right, just, like, right. kind of staring at her, basically licking their lips? In a weird yeah. way, too. Like, um, if he has had sex with her multiple times, yeah. she's never gotten this, like, dirty in the bedroom. She's never said that shit to you, to people, your face. People like, grow. I will say that, Daryl. I people guess. Grow. Maybe maybe that's what was lacking. Maybe mm-hmm. that was. Like, he's like, man, she's, but she's just, a fucking starfish. And all, now, like, oh, man, she's not. Like, she actually, like, has moves like, in her mm-hmm. face or, like, at least says it on tape. Also, yeah. there's no way George doesn't objectify every woman he meets. Of course. And so there's right. no way he doesn't objectify her. Yes. The moment he meets her and he's like, damn, she's hot. Yeah. I remember yeah. being, like, a young kid going, damn, all right, Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. I Even feel like it does plan. feel like it's, like, the almost like it points out the, the simpleness of men. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, they could just hear something sexy and then just be like, I don't care about my whole relationship with this person. Now I just want to well, yeah, bone them. Maybe it's that now they've heard this and it like 
adds a layer of detail right, in their right, mind to right. this person that they've known for a long time. That makes sense. Because I'm going to say, George, I feel like the second George meets Elaine and he knows that she and Jerry are no longer together, he'd probably be like, would you mind if I date her? And yeah. then like mm-hmm. Kramer, as soon as he meets Elaine, is probably going to be like, oh yeah, she's a smoking little pistol. You know? Oh yeah, like, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The, but both of those guys, like I could see Elaine would definitely be like, no. No. From the get-go. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, there's no way George, like, looked like they met, and he was like, yeah, you're out of my league. But yeah. There's no, no point. Like, we all have that self-awareness where you look, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't fuck her. No. Would love to. <laughs> of course. Yeah, right? I, if you ever get too drunk. But then there's also the point where it's like, oh, it's my guy's ex. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm. He'd be the guy who would be like, did she say anything about me? Which I think mm-hmm. he did in the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which right. is completely how he is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, and so such a schoolboy. We're just left with this weird scene where they're all just Gawking. staring at her, yes, and dressing right. her with their eyes, and you know? then she clearly is like, "Okay, guys, fucking creeps, yeah. I'm out." She's, Which is good to let you, yeah. let you know women want to do when you're feeling creeped out. Leave, <laughs> yeah, leave. <laughs> Very good moral. Yeah. What the way they comported themselves was not acceptable. No, <laughs> we don't. We, we also get the uh, a little bit of the through line of uh, Kramer's jacket in yeah. this episode too. So yes. maybe that's also where he's coming from. Like, oh, I'm I'm got my jacket on. How come yeah. she doesn't want me? <laughs> yeah. Well, he gets, he gets the jacket in the... Let's not, sk- let's yeah, let's not, not get skip, too far yeah. ahead of ourselves. But yeah, it is right, a nice right. drop. It is a little... Right, a little but bit. But they do a little crumb, and I like that, because yeah. they don't oversaturate no. every time. It's sometimes yeah. it's a crumb, sometimes it's more. He also has a weird question for Jerry about how often he cuts his toenails. Yeah. 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 Right. There's, there's Two and a half this, to eight weeks. Right. <laughs> there's like... It's like this whole scene where there's like actual plot happening, and then just like... These randomly the plot people leave the scene non and Kramer's like so how, how often you clip your toes Jerry? yeah you know like mm-hmm. it was something about a slicing his joke. girlfriend yeah mm-hmm. it was like a th- yeah slicing his girlfriend's yeah. ankle well, who's I guess on, on another through line I guess he's, his girlfriend's been around for a minute yeah mm-hmm. um don't really get to see her though I think she's the librarian oh is this the librarian yeah Ooh, she's um, read some Keats <laughs> so then at the end of that episode we uh end with the sound up of the breathy voice which i guess is basically a, a little button of the tape itself yeah um i like the bit kind of ends the show nicely mm-hmm. um about like how you can say anything in a breathy voice and it sounds sexy all mm-hmm. of a sudden didn't they have a chinese joke callback uh, i thought i wrote that down they had a chinese joke callback which i thought made that whole chinese stupid part kind of worth it because mm-hmm. they called it back like very Larry David. I don't remember. Oh yeah, what he was, was like, as Elaine is leaving because she doesn't want to get gang raped. Yeah. Um, yes. Kramer's like, we'll order Chinese food. Yeah. Right. Right. That's right. a stupid callback, and I That's remember a, going, "That is." It's the sitcommy button. Uh, <laughs> that was jour, exactly you know? what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. I was like, "Oh, they, I love that they did that because it was so '90s." Like Chinese food. Like, oh, way to call it back. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We did this too today. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like it's like they give you their final report of like, "Oh, here was a yeah. the bibliography of everything we did today." <laughs> so, just so you know, we're giving it, we're gonna hit all the callbacks out in this last five minutes. Yeah, you it. always get a receipt with a Seinfeld. Episode. Yeah, of course, it's very you nice. Do. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. So I like it, but yeah, they hit the breathy joke, and mm-hmm. I like that too because it was the the growth of. That joke and seeing how he takes it from his real life. Yes, yes, yes. Show, I think is really cool. Is like he's pulling from his real life to make an observation. I kind of like yeah. that idea too. I like it that it is more wrapping up in the TV show itself instead of it just being these like standalone bits that really don't have yeah. anything to do with the episode. 
Yeah, and it felt like the stand-up in this episode especially is very thematically linked to the content of the episode. Whereas before, you know, in certain other episodes, it's like maybe he was on a plane at the beginning of an episode and like halfway through he'd be like, Mm -hmm. what's the deal with the upright trays? You know, type of of bits, you know, but this this feels very like you're right. It's a compelling case that like maybe this was the bit that he was working on and then Elaine talked over it. And then at the end, he's like thinking about this breathy female voice because like obviously it's really high level in his consciousness right yeah. now <laughs> i could to see the boyfriend <laughs> i could see that too where like something like that you initially hear in your recording doesn't necessarily give you a an insight onto how to make that joke better but it makes you have another idea for a different joke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it almost like kind of like still you get that like jumping off point where like oh I wasn't going in thinking this was going to be anything worth anything, but now that I had this weird setup or this weird person talk over it, now I have a new bit because I'm listening to what they're talking about. And I think there you have the point of the whole episode. Comics record every yeah. single episode. <laughs> Everything. Every single one of your you sets. You have to. You record every one of your sets. You might have a breathy woman who gives you a medium of joke course. to close out a show with. <laughs> you never know. And hey, she might get you to half mass. Yeah, know? she might. She might. Yeah. She might ruin your friendship. But hey, hey, at least you can beat off later. There you go. Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember you haven't already. Come on, that you're right. Yeah. Come on, stop it. That, that was like the insane. first piece of advice somebody gave me was uh, record every set. Yeah, because I was like, oh man, that was really good. They're like, you record it. I'm like, what? Mm. No. And they're like, failure. step one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're very much like failure. Yeah. <laughs> So, obviously, this is the end of the episode. Did you guys enjoy it? You love it? Yeah, this is a good episode. You know, some problematic parts, but, you know, overall, I laughed a lot. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I liked, uh, like, everything we said, like, the the very cliche 90s tropes and all that stuff was fun. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of, in that way, a little time machine. But then to see how his jokes can still be timeless and his observations. Sure. That's the cool part, and that's what makes the comedy in that essence to me perfect because it encapsulates both the time it was created mm-hmm. and the humor is being timeless and totally through. so i like mm-hmm. that about the episode too that's what i like about his comedy and good comedy in general yeah well let's uh very cool well uh that's it for this tuesday episode um Adam, where can people follow you on the social media? Uh, follow me at uh, Adam Martinez Comedy on Instagram. That's the best place to get me. Hell yeah. Cool. Killer. And you can follow, follow me and Daryl in the show notes. Yeah. Guys, keep it sponge-worthy and tune in for Thursday's episode. We'll have Adam back. It's going to be a lot of fun. What's the deal with jockeys? For professional athletes, they're not very jock-y. What's the deal with stamps on your hand? I mean, I go to a club. I'm not being mailed anywhere. I'm just going to the club. I'm so desensitized with porno nowadays that when I hear of that somebody got a nose job, I'm just now thinking, wow, how many dicks did you get in that nose today? What's the deal with Stalin? I mean, his hairline was not Stalin. So what's the deal with this smoke machine? I mean, what am I? A Miami hurricane? I'm just walking through a cloud of dust. It's like, did I die? Am I in heaven? I can't be in heaven. I'm Jewish! Mm-hmm.